Hi, I'm Natalie Bouchard, and you're listening to Inside NC Labor, a podcast designed to inform and educate North Carolina citizens on the role that the Department of Labor plays in state government. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 14 of Inside NC Labor. Today we have Joe Long with us. How are you doing today, Joe? Uh, great, Natalie. Thanks for asking. Great. Well, we're so glad to have you on the show and we'd just like you to start off and introduce yourself, what bureau you're with and your title and, and what you do for the okay. Department of Sounds Labor. Sounds great. So I'm with the uh, Standard Section in Education, Training and Technical Assistance Bureau, which is part of the Occupational Safety and Health Division. Uh, so my job involves uh, fielding questions that employers, employees, even our own folks internally uh, would have pertaining to standards, mm-hmm. the occupational safety and health standards that we, um, everybody in North Carolina and actually throughout our nation uh, follow, but we're, we're specific, we're a state plan, we cover everything that's involved with North Carolina. How long have you been with the department? So it'll be five years uh, in September. Uh, I did have a break uh, in between, so I have I came from compliance. I've been in standards now just under a year. Um, it'll be a year in June, um, so I'm excited. It's a great position, and I was uh, happy to make the move. Great. Yeah. So how exactly did you get into the field of safety and health? So I uh, went into the military at a very young age, and uh, the military is probably one of the best places to learn about safety. It's uh, preached day in, day out, and a lot of times they go way beyond what OSHA requires. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where I got uh, my introduction to safety and health, and went to NC State, got a teaching degree, and uh, from there I put out a bunch of resumes, Uh, Department of Labor called me, uh, I went in for an interview and uh, heard back within about two weeks. Uh, yeah, you got enough on your resume, uh, safety and health wise. I guess I put enough stuff on there. <laughs> I've been exposed to in the military, plus my education background, and uh, everything happened from there. Yeah, yeah. seems like a, a nice mix being in. Uh, right, edu- exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, you working in the Education and Training Technical Assistance Bureau, y'all offer a lot of resources. Oh, so, uh, would you like to elaborate on those a little bit? Oh, sure. There are a lot of uh, resources, and I know I don't want to steal anybody's thunder, you know, the future podcast, because um, I know that you'll have uh, other folks uh, here. But you had a podcast not too long ago with uh, Nick Vincelli. He's our librarian. And I can tell you, I, being that I'm in standards, uh, I use the library quite frequently. So I highly recommend if you haven't heard Nick's uh, podcast, and I forget which number it is, but you might want to check that podcast out because those resources are awesome. I use them on a daily basis, a very frequent visitor to our library because uh, a lot of the questions we get end up going to consensus standards. Uh, so that's uh, things like NFPA, which is National Fire Protection Association, ANSI, uh, consensus standards. We have a whole extensive library of those consensus standards, and a lot of times I'm going back to those consensus standards to see if there's uh, anything, especially if they're incorporated by reference, because those consensus standards are just like you're looking at the OSHA standards if they're incorporated by reference. and. You'll see the incorporated by reference in the general industry is, uh, I believe, uh, 1910.6 is going to be where all the incorporated by reference standards are. So if you see those standards listed there, it's just like you're looking at an OSHA standard when you open up those consensus standards. So, good question. Thanks. Yeah. And for our listeners, the episode with the library um, Uh for the department is episode 10. 
There you go. So there you go. That's a great. That was a great. Yeah. Little plug. All right. So we've talked about. The Ask Osh resource. Could oh, you yeah. talk a little bit about that? Oh yes. So we have an outstanding website. If you if you do your search engine and you just type in NCDOL, it'll take you to our um, our website. But if you want, it's uh, www.labor.nc.gov. A lot of times, Ask Osh, it's either emails or phone calls. Uh, when I get phone calls, probably one of the first things I ask is, "Are you near a computer?" Because it's all right for me to answer, you know, your questions but being able to find where it is too. And our, our website just w- underwent a uh, tremendous overhaul and it really looks awesome. Uh, I guess I was hesitant because I was used to the old one and you know, once you know where information is and having to adapt to change, but I can tell you that this website, once you get on there and you start searching through it, it's just tremendous. It's an awesome, awesome website. What I'll do is I'll take folks to the, the website and walk them through. It's very aesthetically pleasing, the website, uh, the boxes. I mean, usually I can just say, you know, we're going to scroll down to the green box or there's pictures on there, uh, you know, like for the training. Uh, you have a training classroom, you know, so there's just, there's a lot of great resources on there. But going back to standards and ask Osh, there's a box that's on the website and it's applicable standards. And these applicable standards are the standards that apply here in uh, North Carolina. I'll just scroll down with the person, have them open up. So obviously if we're doing uh, general industry, it's going to be 29 CFR 1910. And if we're doing construction, it's going to be 29 CFR 1926. Those are in there. And then if you want to know about inspections, uh, 29 CFR 1903 is going to be the the standards to go for that. And then record keeping is we get a lot of calls and a lot of emails uh, regarding record keeping, injuries and illnesses. Um, And that's going to be uh, 29 CFR uh, 1904. And the CFR stands for Code of Federal Regulations and the 29 is our number uh, assigned to labor. Uh, within the federal government. Go to the applicable standards within that, um, within the website. We can scroll down and I could take you to standards, you know, and then sometimes there'll be questions about interpretations of like words or something that are uh, in a particular standard. For instance, uh, we had a question the other day about the word adjacent. The word adjacent is actually in quite a few of the standards. This particular question had to deal with cranes and when a suspended load is elevated and you have a suspended load uh, and there's times where the operator uh, can be away from the crane with the suspended load and it says they need to be adjacent. Now adjacent, some people think, you know, it's feet. How many feet can I be away from, you know, that crane? Go back to the final rule on the crane standard. So it's uh, 29 uh, CFR 1926. 1417 is where a suspended load is. The term that they use, and they use two examples for adjacent. They don't tell you how many feet you need to be away, uh, but adjacent means that the operator can actually get back to the uh, crane controls in case there's something, something happens to the, the suspended load. Like, you know, they have to do something, you know, they have to be able to get back to the controls to alleviate any, any problems that could happen from that suspended load. 
Also, they need to be close enough to keep any um, unauthorized uh, folks from getting inside the, uh, the crane uh, to operate it. So those are the two examples given in the final rule. So, and that's just the word, adjacent. That's a really important service because I can see how there might be some discrepancies right. and, there. And so much of those standards are written um, more bureaucratically and not really in plain English. So you're able to help translate that a little bit. So, yeah. so moving right along into that, so what are some of the common questions you get from your phone calls? Okay, um, so common questions. Uh, so recording. You know, that seems to be a hot topic uh, for a lot of employers. Uh, do I need to record? Do I not need to record an injury or illness? There's a lot of great information and resources for this. Particularly, one of the ones uh, that I recommend is uh, OSHA record keeping. You'll end up going to OSHA's main page for recording injuries and illnesses. And then there's, I think, three or four boxes. So you want to go to the second box, and it's a question and answer link. So you, you go to that question and answer link, get a search box, and you can type in any word you want. Probably not the, the first person to have that question. Uh, so a lot of these uh, scenarios, uh, you type in uh, the search word, and it'll bring back a whole bunch of uh, questions and answers. So you'll see the questions, uh, they're summarized, and then you have response, and you can click on it. So definitely recording. Uh, so medical treatment versus first aid. So medical treatment versus first aid is going to be 1904.7. I left out the 29 CFR, but everything that I'm referencing uh, for standards is going to be a 29 CFR. Uh, so basically 1904.7B5 is where you're going to find uh, the difference between first aid. You don't have to record. It's non-recordable on your uh, 300 logs, your injury illness logs. And medical treatment is so 1904.7b5 uh, uh, defines, you know, and there's several elements that you have to look through mm -hmm. to decide whether or not it's medical treatment or first aid. The other one is uh, whether it's work related or not. We get that. Um, so that's going to be 1904.5, and there's a uh, table there. A standard starts off by defining what the work environment is. Um, and then there's a table there that has nine, like if you, ha if you fall into these nine categories, then, you, uh, then it's not work-related. So we get a lot of uh, record-keeping uh, questions, especially when it comes time to, uh, you know, for posting, you know, in February. So, uh, yeah, and then with the electronic, with the new electronic uh, submission, uh, a lot of people are asking, hey, you know, I can't submit, how do I submit? That's all done on the OSHA website uh, for electronic uh, submissions. So we see technology is very prevalent and a very huge resource. Mm -hmm. What's something you really want to get the word out about? Well, our website. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you know, you say technology. I, I, I'm all about free resources, so for employers, employees, you know, there's a lot of great free resources out there. And our website's probably one of the best stops, you know, to start out with if you live here in North, live and work here in North Carolina. I guess going into um, the website itself, there are uh, presentations uh, for training. Uh, there's sample programs, uh, you know, that you can go ahead and download to your computer. The only thing with that is they're, they're generic. They try to meet the uh, content of the standard, uh, but you do have to do some tailoring. When I was in compliance, go out to different employers and, you know, we'd be looking to see what programs they had. And, you know, sometimes you could tell that they were just printed off the, you know, the website. It's generic, so you, you definitely want to tailor it 
to your work site, you know, and the conditions that you have in your work site. So your job isn't, you know, finished when you download it. You actually have to go ahead and fill in the content. Sometimes, like in lockout, tagout, or hazardous uh, energy control, uh, you're going to have, you know, more specific information that uh, you need to put in there uh, that's specific to your business. So we've discussed all this, and we have a great resource here at North Carolina Department of Labor. So how are people able to contact you? So regarding the Ask Osh, so there's two ways. Uh, you can call. Uh, the number is going to be 919-707-7876. And then the uh, email version is going to be, you go to our website, uh, and it's basically going to be askosh, so it's A-S-K-O-S-H, at labor.nc.gov. If you send an email, uh, there's three safety standards officers. I'm one of them. And then there's two health uh, standards officers. And we have a uh, health standards supervisor. Well, supervisor that was a health uh, officer. Those are the two ways uh, to reach out. Uh, so via phone and then via email. And turnaround's pretty decent. So. And this is a free service. And it's a free service. Which is always yes. great. Yes. yes. So before we wrap up here, is there anything that you'd like to add? These podcasts, I'm hoping that more people uh, listen to them because I think they're awesome. I've listened to all of them now, and uh, I think you guys are doing a great job, and I appreciate you inviting me here today. Well, thank you. We great. appreciate Yes, that. it's been a great one for sure. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in, y'all. Remember, your safety is our priority.